Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. Now a second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 39. Listen now for the word of the Lord. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is His name. His mercy is for those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with His arm. He has scattered the proud and the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Bible is full of unlikely friendships. This time of year, we often remember the way the prophet Isaiah described the coming kingdom, and he described it this way. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lying and the fatling together. One prominent theologian once said, now the lamb probably uh, won't get much sleep that first night with the wolf by her side. But just as in this prophecy... The Bible is full of unlikely friendships, and the power of God is often on display through relationships that bridge the divisions in our natural world or in our human society. Thinking of another unlikely friendship from Scripture, many uh, a daughter-in-law struggling with a house full of her husband's family might be shocked to hear that when Ruth had the chance to get away from Naomi, she, she didn't. But the, but the Bible is full of relationships that defy our, our habits and our expectations. Think about the disciples. Several of the disciples were fishermen. Were they happy fishermen? Have you ever met a happy fisherman? More likely, they were like that crabby old renegade fisherman the town hired to hunt down Jaws. He didn't seem very easy to get along with, but he, the fishermen were not the, the only ones. Then there were the tax collector. 
Everyone hated tax collectors. Another was a, a zealot. Zealots hated everyone. So how did this group made up of fishermen, tax collectors, a zealot, and the Son of God get along together? Who knows? But the Bible is full of unlikely friendships, just as is true in life. I've been reading about Aunt Fanny's cabin with considerable interest. Maybe you have too. What will happen to that old building in Smyrna? Some look at it and remember a restaurant with really good food, and we, we might say that the combination of good southern cooking served uh, uh, in a restaurant with, with bric-a-brac all over the wall made it the precursor to restaurants like, like Pole Folks and Cracker Barrel. You could see it that way. You could also see it as a restaurant who preserved antebellum racism for our out-of-towners to come and see. What I've just learned from reading about Aunt Fanny's Cabin and the Marietta Daily Journal, as well as the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, is that the name points to an unlikely friendship between two women, Iseline Campbell, who named the place after Fanny Williams, longtime servant of the Campbell family. I feel sure that Mrs. Campbell intended the name of this restaurant to be an honor for Williams. But here's the rub. In her spare time, when she wasn't feeding the Campbell family, Fanny Williams was a civil rights activist who spoke out passionately against the KKK and helped raise money to build the state's first all-black hospital right here in Marietta. Yet the restaurant reduced her to just another mammy in a head wrap. Have you ever had a friendship that reduced you like that? Have you ever been in a relationship where you ended up feeling less than? That happens in the world. Sometimes unlikely friendships in the world wind up making one person uh, get rich and the other person feeling used. And the Bible is also full of unlikely friendships. Only when God is at work, the individual is lifted by the power of love. The Bible is full of unlikely friendships in which two people from different worlds are both transformed for they see each other. That's what's happening in today's gospel lesson from, from Luke. Two women from different worlds offer to each other something sacred in what was surely the most unusual time of their lives. On the one hand is Mary. Mary is too young. She's pregnant. She's unmarried. She's powerless. And she's all alone in the world. We've been watching a TV series called Made on Netflix. It's a show about a young mother who's trying to make it all on her own. She's cleaning houses. She seems to have no idea what she's going to do, and yet she possesses this relentless determination to provide for her daughter no matter the obstacles. A lot of people want to help her, but no one seems to understand her. If only she'd had an Elizabeth. Elizabeth and Mary are not alike. While Mary is too young, Elizabeth is too old. 
Elizabeth has been married for years, but after getting her hopes up for a baby, year after year, has finally given up and sold the bassinet and the stroller in a yard sale or something. She's the wife of a priest, so she has means, as well as respect and power. Unlike Mary, there's a community that could surround Elizabeth, but who can really understand the woman who will surely be mistaken as the grandmother every time she drops off her son at the preschool? So she is unlike Mary in a sense, while she is just like Mary in another sense, for she is also all alone. Who can understand these two? Who really gets it? Their husbands? I don't think so. That's why this passage from the Gospel of Luke is so beautiful. It's because the power of God brings them together. They form a friendship. When they see each other, the baby didn't just kick, but leapt in the womb. And Elizabeth, nudged by the Holy Spirit, exclaims with a loud cry, Blessed are you, Mary, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Can you imagine how good it must have felt for Mary to hear those words? I imagine it felt something like how it feels for a bride to tell her sister she's engaged. Or how it feels for a young mother to be hugged by her mother. Men uh, just give each other high fives every once in a while. But women touch each other's souls. Now, of course, I've had friendships that made a difference to me. I remember graduating seminary and, and searching for a church who wanted me to come and be their pastor. I, I started to feel like none of them did. Now, plenty of people told me that everything would work out, that I should have faith. But it was when Dr. Erskine Clark, a seminary professor, who, who told me the same thing that everyone else had been telling me, that I really felt consoled. I even cried. Because I knew he understood. I knew he really meant it. I knew his words just weren't words. And this is the beauty of friendship. A friendship that makes you feel understood, that makes you feel valued. A relationship that builds you up. Do you have a friend like that? I hope you do. Mary did. And when she felt Elizabeth's love, she sang, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. We call this song that Mary sings the Magnificat. It's even more well known than uh, Mary did you know. But have you ever before noticed that Mary doesn't sing after the angel tells her that she will bear a son? Or even when she first feels that stirring in her womb. No, Mary only sings when she is safe in Elizabeth's arms. Why? Because there is good news. 
that we won't allow to sink in until we can tell someone who will understand. There is brokenness we cannot release from our hearts until we know that it is safe to let it out because we're around people who will really listen. This is the power of friendship and this is the power of love. And today we must give thanks to God for Elizabeth because she is the friend who helped Mary not just make it through but rejoice to see for herself that she was not the one those judgmental old biddies back in the village said she was. No, she was blessed among women for she was making possible the most unlikely friendship of all, more unlikely than an older woman befriending a young woman in the Gospel of Luke is the Son of God coming down to earth from heaven to live among us mortals. A book I've been reading that Carol Thomas gave me was written by a theologian named Robert Capone. And there he writes that God coming down to earth in Jesus Christ to us is as unlikely a pairing as a ballerina becoming friends with an oyster. And my friends, we are not the ballerina in this metaphor. No, but what this relationship does for us is it lifts us up from the Depth of the seafloor to the heights of heaven. What this relationship does for us is frees us to live beyond our shells or our wounds or our circumstance. It makes us not snot on the half shell or whatever else disgusting you can think of to call an oyster, but heirs to the kingdom of God. Therefore, the Apostle Paul says, we are more than conquerors. How? Through him who loved us. For God's love, like real love, like true friendship, transforms us and transforms this world. Therefore, Mary sang of how God's powerful love of us is enough to scatter the proud, bring down the powerful, lift up the lowly, fill the hungry with good things, and send the rich away empty because those who are loved by God are unstoppable. Those who know that they are worthy of something more cannot be conquered. A people who walks in the light of love can stand up against any power, even the power of death. Remembering Christ who came to earth dwelling among us. Let us do for one another what God has already done for us. May they always know that we are Christians by the love we have for one another. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. 
Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.